Ryan McCarthy, watching in upstate New York, says, why does Saskatchewan have the best town names? Paradise Hill, Moose Jaw. Well, he says Flynn Flon, and that's actually Manitoba. And frankly, I'm partial to Medicine Hat. How about that? I also learn something every day. We learned today that Flynn Flon Manitoba stands for Flint Betty Flonaton, a fictional character from a 1905 novel. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody, and hello, Flynn Flon. Welcome to the RP Show on a brand new week this Monday. Well, Tuesday, I guess, right? Short week for us. February 21st in the year of our Lord, 2023. Notice something new? Yeah, we're back in the bunker. We're at IKS World Headquarters, where no panic, Darren Moose DuPont. Let's bring in the Moose from beautiful Prince Edward Island in the Canada Winter Games. Moose, for the viewers, look, you're, you're really missing out, brah. We're in the splashy new environs of, again, IKS World Headquarters before a live studio audience. Quick, Ryan, what's IKS stand for? I know stuff. I know stuff. He got me. How about that? I didn't think he'd have an answer. Our technical producer, The Rock, Rocco's right here. And Moose, don't you feel like you're missing out on a big party here in the bunker? I do. Is there pizza and donuts? Because there should be. No, but there's some sort of um, European uh, delight out on the counter that I'm going to check out later on. So I'll have your... All right. Your, your um, piece, too. Okay, so that's the thing. We're in the bunker. Now we're going to get down to business, other than to say, coming up on the program today, the head coach and general manager of God's team, the Regina Pats, John Paddock's going to be here in this chair right in the bunker. And there's nothing I like better than talking about Regina Pats hockey. And we'll talk about his time as the head coach of the Winnipeg Jets and the Ottawa Senators and a few other things. Probably this year's NHL trade deadline talk because you know Pads is going to be all over that. The voice of the Regina Pats, Dante DeCary, is going to be with us. But we're not going to talk as much Pats with him. We're going to talk some Blue Jays baseball. He's a big Blue Jays guy. He's worked with the Blue Jays. And an hour two, Hall of Fame linebacker Mike McCullough. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> That's working! Hot! Whoa! Did you hear it all the way over there? I like it. And by the, by the way, I got an adult bangaroo headache, and it's not anybody's fault, probably, but mine. Darren, I used a new aftershave balm from a potential sponsor of ours. And it's, I had this horrible headache after shaving this morning. I left and I'm like, I'm driving. I'm like, what did I do different today? Why would I? Because don't, you don't normally hear me complain about headaches, right? Never. Right. I Never. don't get them. And um, it's, the, it's the lotion. So I don't know if we'll sign him up as a sponsor or not. Uh, okay, NHL leftovers from Monday. We'll fly through these and then we'll get everybody's opinion on where we are Going into tonight's NHL games, David Pasternak scored twice, moving within one goal of the NHL lead, and Linus Ulmerich stopped 30 shots Monday to lead the Boston Bruins past the Ottawa Senators 3-1. In Calgary, Wade Allison scored the game winner, and fellow rookie Samuel Erson made 32 saves to maintain his perfect record. The Flyers beat the Flames 4-3, as if we haven't heard enough about that in the last 24 hours, 12 hours. Uh, Bo Horvat and Anders Lee scored less than two minutes apart in the third period to spark the Islanders over the Pittsburgh Penguins 4-2. It's the Isles' second late comeback over the Penguins in three days. Uh, in Sunrise, 
allow me to whine a little bit. I really wished I was in there to see my buds at FLA Live Arena because Carter Verhege scored 142 into overtime to lead Florida past Anaheim 4-3. The Panthers erased a 2-0 deficit to come back and win. Remember the comeback, Cats? I do. And Yes, and at Madison Square Garden, Mark Shifley scored twice, and Connor Hellebuck made 50 saves for Winnipeg in their 4-1 win over the Rangers. Kyle Connor and Pierre-Luc Dubois also scored for the Jets. They're 6-3 in their last 10 at MSG. And in San Jose, my buddy James Reimer, James Reimer stopped 26 shots for his second shutout of the season, and the San Jose Sharks beat the Seattle Kraken 4-0. So that's your list of Monday President's Day games. And listen, it's been since Friday since we're on the air. A lot has gone down. Ryan O'Reilly is now a Toronto Maple Leaf. The Oilers have blown two leads and lost in overtime to what? The Rangers and the Avs now. Uh, the Leafs look great in O'Reilly's first game in Hockey Night in Canada. Then they stink it out in Chicago and let Patrick Kane score a hat trick. It was a wild three-day weekend, Moose. It really was, you know, and the only the good news for the Oilers is that it's really, it seems like only the Flames on the outside who might threaten to jump in, although if the Predators go on a run, they could potentially catch. They've got a couple games in hand. Um, it is wild, and, you know, I'm really following, though, the Eastern Conference playoff race that with the Panthers in right now, but I believe Pittsburgh's sitting right behind them, and Pittsburgh's got oh, yeah. a few games in hand here. I think three games in hand, so... Florida's got to keep winning these hockey games if they want to solidify a, a trip back to the playoffs. And if they do, uh, they're going to be awful dangerous. Well, it's just the up and the down. Every team who is really consistent right now, except for Boston. And you can see why certain fans would be upset with their team because it's they're riddled with anxiety. So I'd suggest go for a walk. Like, I came home from the Pats game yesterday, which I'm getting to, watched the third period of the Flames game. I've actually... Halfway through the second, the last of the game, bing, 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 they come back and tied. Everything's looking great. And then pfft, they let in a softie. And I'll just say this. I watched the analyst this morning, really enjoying getting back into my routine of watching Sports Center all morning. And when I get tired of that, I flip it over to Sportsnet Connected. And the Flames blow another one. And Eric Francis, who's ticking a lot of people off in Calgary, the writer and the Sportsnet guy, made a good point. He goes, if the Flames knew what their problem was, they'd have figured it out by now. <laughs> and he goes, and you think these fans are upset. What do you think it's like in that dressing room over there? So my thing is, I think everybody's just sticking with their team. You know what I mean? Whether you're a Flames fan, an Oilers fan, if you're a Jets fan, you got to be pretty happy. But what about Ryan O'Reilly and the Toronto Maple Leafs? Did you watch Saturday night's game? He almost scored on his first shift as a Leaf. Yeah. Yeah, he looked pretty good. Had ended up with a point and... You know, Ryan O'Reilly maybe having an off here. You know, I think he had 19 points when he came over from the Blues to the Leafs. But it was a three-way deal. Um, Toronto gave up a ton of assets, a ton of draft picks to get him. But when it comes to production versus value, I mean, he's only a $1.8 million player on Toronto's books with Minnesota taking a bunch of that cap space. He's a leader. And, you know, from what I'm hearing from hockey guys and seeing online from hockey people who played the game, Everybody in that locker room, including Marner, Matthews, Tavares, Riley, they're all going to look at Ryan O'Reilly and instantly he's going to have respect because he's been there and he's won. 
You know, he's won. He's played for Team Canada. He's won a Stanley Cup. And a group that can't get out of the first round, I have to think that veteran leadership makes this group a whole lot better, whether they decide to put him in the middle and have three great centers or put him in and load up your top six. So I think it's a good move, and I think they'll be better off here in the playoffs. And for our U.S. viewers that don't have the benefit of 24-7 fake news, when it comes to the NHL, uh, what's his name? Our friend uh, from CBC with the crazy hair, Elliot Friedman, saying that, and Sportsnet too, Patrick Kane's three destinations, he thinks, are Vegas, Dallas, and Edmonton. We can't hold them to that because who knows? There's so much bunk flying around, I almost don't want to pay attention to it, but I also don't want to get caught off guard by anything. Hey, Rod, did you hear this? No, what? You got to stay on top of all of this. But nobody saw Ryan O'Reilly going to the Leafs. Nobody was talking about No, not even. No, the insiders weren't even talking about it. So Bingo! we sit. Right. We sit here and listen to this stuff, but don't put too much stock in it. But they're saying, again, Patrick McCain, potentially Oilers, Golden Knights, or Stars. Wouldn't that be something? Now, I'm going to move on. We're, gosh knows we're going to have enough Pat's hockey talk here with John Paddock and Dante DiCaria here in hour one. But Tanner Howe and Zane Rowan scored third period goals to break a 2-2 deadlock to lead the Regina Pats, God's team, to a 4-2 victory over the Lethbridge Hurricanes. But all anybody cares about is Connor Bedard. He had two assists to give him 105 points on the season in 42 games. Again, you're out in PEI. Do they have cable television out there, Moose? They do. Okay, so you're watching SportsCenter, you're watching Sportsnet Connected. They're doing Connor Bedard watches on the highlights now every night. Have you noticed? I've noticed every yeah. night. I'm here for it. I love it. And to be honest, it's an honor to be able to be there and watch them live. I Obviously, you know, I'm, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. It's a privilege to be there to watch this kid every night. So, Connor Bedard, two helpers and a Pats win, 4-2. And I got some lids here, by the way. Found these Ooh. tucked away. You know what I also found, Moose? Ta-da! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was saying to Rocco, who found it, by the way, how many moves this bunker studio has? This is like the third move, I think. This dang golf ball container has survived. This thing's a survivor, like man. It's like our black box, the airplane. Nothing <laughs> can destroy right. it. Nothing can destroy it. So anyways, there's a lot of hockey talk. Uh, I'm going to move on. Point three, Moose is at the Canada Winter Games. You're working with Team Sask. You got their jacket on. Give me a 60-second report on the Canada Winter Games that I don't already know. Saskatchewan's in fifth place, which is awesome. Yesterday in Summerside, it was the first ever time that karate was part of the games. That took place which is awesome. But I've been spending a lot of time at hockey. And our hockey viewers and our hockey fans will love this. Saskatchewan's 2-0. and They play Quebec today, 2 o'clock Saskatchewan time, 3 o'clock Eastern. Quebec's also 2-0. and But here's the story. This is all the top draft picks from the 2022 Western Hockey League and CHL drafts, the Bantam drafts. So there's a kid, Gavin McKenna, number one overall pick from the Medicine Hat Tigers. He's lighting it up with the Yukon, leading the tournament and scoring through a couple of games. Um... There's a kid, Luke Morose, was fifth overall by the Regina Pats. He had four points the other day. And uh, that was, sorry, Cole Temple. And Luke Morose, a Victoria Royals pick, he's lighting it up for Saskatchewan. So we're following these top players. It's a lot of fun. What about Durkatch's kid? I heard Durkatch is there. As a matter of fact, he told I, me he ran into you. So how's Dace doing? Yeah. Spent a lot of time with Dale Durkatch and his lovely wife. Uh, yesterday they got in. Um, 
got to see him. His kid's playing really well. And he's actually, you know, as he's working with other teams and, and helping out a little bit, he's watching a lot of kids from across uh, the whole tournament. But he's actually here to enjoy himself, so it's good to run into Dale Durkatch and, uh, and chat for a little bit. Well, if you run into the Durkatches again, you ask how they met. It's a hell of a story, okay? I will. report back here. Well, and here's the thing. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even know the Canada Winter Games are on. And I apologize for that. Sorry, not sorry. I had a, I had a mother DM me on Twitter, and she said, Rod, these athletes and teams aren't getting any coverage. And I said, I... <laughs> can't help you call your local tv station call your local radio station call your local newspaper I, it is what it is now in this business so thank you for that report and you're going to be out there till march right so we're gonna that's right we're the only television station live at the canada winter games <laughs> how about that point four the we quick are. six here xfl kickoff i'm gonna push that to friday football friday and i understand a lot of people a lot of football people were very excited about the four games this weekend i was with hockey guys all weekend i think i watched three maybe four plays of one xfl game and they made me change the channel which is fine i didn't have control of the television i don't know who the players are i feel like the xfl has a lot of work to do to be prominent in the sports landscape right now we got scotties we got hockey we got a lot of stuff going on nba all-star game which i'm getting to so did you watch any xfl I did not catch the yeah. XFL, but I've seen it on social. I've seen the Rocks videos. I've seen all of that. Looked like the crowds were good. They're really excited. And as I mentioned to you, we talked about it Friday. It's going to take a few weeks to build a little buzz. But seeing what I've seen so far on social is making me start to think about, hey, maybe I want to tune this in. That's a really good point. Those that did watch it had very favorable reports of the games. Right, great comeback in the one game. They like the rules. They like the innovation, which is what the XFL's been known for. So at some point, if we get some time to watch, we will, but I didn't watch this weekend. Point five, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics put on a record-setting show, and Giannis Antetokounmpo looked like a junior, uh, genius. Tatum scored an all-star game record, 55 points, and Team Giannis beat Team LeBron 184-176 in the NBA's annual showcase exhibition Sunday night. I watched slightly more of that game than I did the XFL, largely because it was on, but I also watched the Jets and the Devils. It was up against it. And point six is NHL tonight. There are three, six, nine games tonight. Your Leafs are at Buffalo, and the Sabres, I think, have crept to within two points of a playoff spot. That might be the game of the night, Leafs and Sabres. Yeah, I'm following that Sabres run. I mean, I, I'm sitting here, Tage Thompson, this young group, they're exciting. I, I hope they get into the playoffs. I don't want them to beat yeah. the Leafs as a fan, but I hope they get in. I think it's a great story. So, uh, yeah, that'll be the game of the night for me. Well, look at that. We got through six topics already. I'm going to bid you adieu. John Paddock is here. Dante as well. And a special guest that I can't wait to interview him right here, too. So we'll be right back, Moose. Go enjoy yeah. the Winter Games. Thank you. We're live on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube, and, of course, on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Cause it's a heave ho, hi oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. You bet. And we are back live in the bunker at IKS Studios for the week. And it's awesome to be back home where it all started. And uh, we're talking hockey today. John Paddock's always good enough to come down and talk hockey with us. A guy that really needs no introduction, but played in the NHL with the Capitals, Flyers, Nordiques, Flyers again, coached in the NHL with the Jets and Senators. But I tell you something, with the Regina Pats since 2014, to me, John Paddock, that feels like that's flown by. (laughs) Has it to you? Yeah, it does. It doesn't seem like... You know, it doesn't seem like this is the ninth year or, you know, yeah, how it unfolded really quick that summer. Um, yeah, but it's been obviously been a great ride in time here. Is that what it was, 2014, yeah. when you got here? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when they told me, we, we might be able to get John Paddock. I'm like, come on! <laughs> what was it? You had been with the Philly Flyers the year before, yeah. right? Yeah, assistant coach. Uh, yeah, I got a call. Back in my hometown, I, the day I got there, uh, from Chad Lang, and asking about the job, and I was just like in shock. I literally had just got there, flown into Winnipeg, and drove out, and was watching a ball game with my nephews, and I'm just like, uh, I don't know, don't really have time right now. I just wasn't even... <laughs> I, your, you know, head, your head wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. and so, <laughs> and then after three or four days, I don't know if there was another... You know, communication with Chad or not, I can't remember, but um, I started thinking because I was probably looking at doing some scouting for somebody out of New Jersey in NHL, and you know, I've always felt I was more a, a coach than a scout. So anyway, I, I reached out to Kelly McCrimmon as a source. I know Kelly well, and, uh, you know, he was pretty encouraging. He said, well, there's new ownership there, and one of them was Todd, and I, I knew Todd a little bit. And it really just went from there pretty quickly in a couple of weeks. It's, it's worked out really good, too, when you say? It's worked out really good, yeah. I, I, yeah, no, I've had good time here. You know, we're sort of 
coming out of the rebuilding stage after the couple big time years and uh, I've had a great relationship with you know with the ownership uh, and with any changes of it and so yeah I have no complaints. John's not here for long and I promised him that we would talk about the NHL trade deadline coming up because he's participated in quite a few but I do want to talk about this player number 98. Connor Bedard, who I've interviewed you through the, when he was coming and when he got here, and now he won't be here much longer. <laughs> it's been better as, as advertised, eh? Yeah, like it's sort of hard to, hard to describe, hard to believe in, in some cases, I think. Um, you know, and with all the hype and stuff, when I'm asked different questions that, you know, really, I mean, I don't think you could ever put any more pressure on him than he's facing, you know, hourly um, on the ice off the ice but there's nothing he's done yet that's you know discouraging the projections that are happening like there's nothing you know to say that 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 can't happen uh, when they talk about certain types of players because just because of what he's done mm -hmm. well I, here's the thing that people need to know because they will always only see the guy on tv or on the ice they won't know what he's like as a person, right? But last night, unless you knew him, and nobody's going to know him. Last night, or yesterday, I was sitting at ice level when his linemate Tanner Howe scored. You would not be surprised to know Connor was more excited for Tanner Howe than any goal he scored himself. Yeah, you well, know what I mean? he's, he, he's, he's all about the game. He's all about, <clears throat> excuse me, about winning. And, uh, you know, that was a goal that put us ahead in the hockey game. And, that's what he would be the most excited about without question. Yeah, so we have a lot of viewers through Western Canada and various WHL markets that would be enjoying this uh, interview here. And, I, and I'm wondering, uh, the win yesterday put you in sixth, and Lethbridge statistically is a better team. So that was a big win yesterday. And I'm wondering, is this a special group? I haven't seen you enough. Yeah, like, uh, I'm not sure, Rod, special group. I think it's special... Um, you know, with Connor, just in what you know, he can capably do uh, more than any one player can, and you don't win with just one player. But um, I feel that without using it as an excuse, we've never played a game yet, and we have another injury to one of our better players, top players. Um, let's keep it. We've never played a game this season with all our forwards in the lineup. Uh, when all they're all in the lineup, if it ever happens. Um, and it's closer right now. There's a sort of, as a coach, you say, you know, some length to it or depth to it. Um, I think our top nine forwards uh, or, or, and past that stack up pretty good with just about every team's if we can get them all playing. And, uh, you, know, our, our, you know, the rest of the parts of our team are, are pretty decent. So we feel as long as we can do the getting in part, then, you know, who knows what can happen? Yeah, well, the thing is that's your job as the coach and the GM to get there. I sat there yesterday just as a fan enjoying it. And we'll get to the NHL next, but I just want to say this, just the fun. I mean, we hadn't been to the league final since 1984, and I didn't think we'd ever get there. You took the Pats there in 2017, hosted the Memorial Cup in 2018, got to the final, and then I thought, well, these good times aren't going to be around for a long time. They're back again, rinks full. No. That's fun stuff. It's real fun, the yeah. rink being full. And, uh, you know, I would say the crowds were disappointing in the first half, and now they're, you know, over-exceeding, you know, what you 
could normally imagine. We're not going to average what we did in those two seasons because it was all year, basically. Mm. But, uh, you know, we never – we sold out the last five games we've played in Alberta. We sold out, obviously, all five we played in BC. We sold out Prince Albert. Um, Brandon has been sold out for quite a while coming up this weekend. The standing room is sold out. Um, so – that's a pretty unique experience. 17,223 in the saddle though must yeah. have been cool too for a junior game. Very, very cool. Very cool. It was, uh, it was a great atmosphere and, uh, you know, exciting. And I think that, you know, even though they're on the road games, um, you know, it, it helps both teams. It <coughs> excuse me, it helps us. Uh, you know, and that game was a tough game. It was a back-to-back game. A little bit more time uh, in between than we've had out there normally, but uh, you know I think the the crowd uh, was some sort of factor in us having success that night. Well, I don't think I've ever thanked you for what you've done for the franchise, so I don't know how long you plan to be around, but I want to thank you now uh, for that because it's been just a wild ride since 2014. Thanks very much. Thank Rod. you. Yeah. So to the NHL. I'm trying not to listen to everything I'm hearing on TV about <coughs> what might happen or what might not happen, but something's gonna happen. Right. Yeah, there's going to be other trades. You know, the Rangers and the Islanders, you know, did significant deals to improve their lot. Uh, you know, when you hear or read all the conjecture, it's not that I, you don't know what to believe. I mean, I think those teams are definitely talking, but it's, you know, it's sort of hard to, in, in today's age, on the outside, how can this work? How can this work? And, you know, Toronto's did their deal with, you know, with the third team involved. Um, I would think with some of the things that are being rumored about a, a Carlson deal and stuff, that there's going to have to be, you know, an extra, an extra team involved. And that's just the, you know, significant part of doing business in the NHL today. Yeah, well, you've been with teams that have gone to the Stanley Cup and you weren't afraid to make pull the trigger on big trades here at the deadline. How are you on that? Because hearing out of Calgary, they're saying, they don't need anything. They got to figure it out with what they got, and there's something to be said for that too. Yeah, I mean, got to garner each team situation, I think, and see where it's at. Uh, probably the one, maybe the two I'm most interested in seeing is in Canada is both Edmonton and Winnipeg, uh, both very good teams. Uh, you know, both with, with a chance to do something out of the Western Conference. I think the. I think I read something the other day or heard it like for the first time since whatever year, like the top six teams in the league percentage wise are all in the East. So, you know, the East is, they might wear each other out and uh, whoever comes out of the West could have a great chance. That's what happened last year with Colorado. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that helped? Well, you know, the Boston, or sorry, uh, Tampa Bay Toronto series, you know, certainly did. And that, and that could be again, and, and you know, saying it's wide open if Colorado gets gets healthy themselves it might not be quite so wide open mm -hmm. well just examine a trade that's gone down Ryan O'Reilly to the Leafs and the one thing that I like about not working in hockey anymore is I can watch more hockey you're on the bench all the time right? you don't get to see these games but um, he's dynamic yeah he, he's a excuse me a super all-around player, I think, super two-way player. You know, used to be two-way player, and now it's 200-foot player in different ways. But I, I, I haven't talked, uh, probably texted with him 
since they won the cup, which is now three years or four years. But I know that uh, Craig Bruby um, really likes, obviously, Ryan O'Reilly and uh, what he did for that team and how he could play. So I think despite being a little bit older, that's a real important uh, positive trait for the Leafs. How important is leadership if you're looking to acquire somebody right now? Well, I think any time that you've, you can acquire somebody that's won before, been through that grind of all those years uh, or all those series and maybe for a couple of years because you think of teams that went on to win, they had some rough roads, Tampa Bay and so forth. So I think that, I think that uh, <coughs> O'Reilly's a good step in the Leafs having a better chance to get out of that first round, which is really their, you know, their, their jinx and, you know, certainly in their minds. And I think somebody like him, from what I see on the outside and know a little bit, like that's a, that's a real positive move. Mm -hmm. Well, I was talking with somebody from Colorado the other day and the one guy they got last year was our Terry Yeah. And how important was that? You know, yeah, he seemed like he fit in like a finger in a glove, uh, despite not being with the avalanche before, but he just, you know, he was a, a solid player. You know, sort of like Riley didn't have the maybe the open at that time pedigree, but you know Colorado wanted some depth to go with their big guns, and he was you know, more than supplied that. Just checking in uh, with the viewers, and they have some questions. Um, one is from Jason in Red Deer. He says, "John, what would you do if you were the head coach of the Calgary Flames?" <laughs> Man, that's a tough question, isn't I don't it? No, I, I can't really answer that. I know Daryl really well, and uh, I think the world of him. And uh, you know, uh, maybe it's just hard to match up to last year. I mean, there's so much parity, and people have been saying that for years. But it's a tough league to win in, and uh, I don't think that they're, <coughs> excuse me, out of it by any means. The goaltender is a big-time goaltender. He was last year. Was for a couple years for them. Can he just, he's not trying to turn it on and off, but he, if he's better, then all of a sudden, you know, the Flames worries probably are cut in half. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you something. When you coach the Jets, the pressure on a market, I just sense that Daryl's feeling it. Um, was it like that in Winnipeg? Well, yeah, we made the playoffs the first two years. I was there for the first time, consecutive years for a while. I don't know if it was feeling it. It felt more when, you know, we slipped after that. Um, but in the Canadian market, like, there's no hiding. There's no, there's no, there's nobody not talking about it in Calgary right now. If you have any interest in hockey, and even if you don't, it's the same in all the Canadian cities. Uh, you know, probably even worse if you're in Toronto or Montreal when expectations aren't being met. So uh, it's really special and and experience in Canada, but it's, uh, you know, the limelight is turned up on you for sure. Have you known, last question, some players <laughs> who love that? Because I, since I'm here, a lot of people are asking me about Matthew Kachuk. He can run for mayor of South Florida now and win. And nobody knows who he is away from the rink, but you know what I mean? Uh, he just didn't like the spotlight. Some guys like it? Well, yeah, I'm not sure that he didn't like the spotlight for whatever those reasons were true, but I mean, he was... He had around 100 points last year and, you know, hasn't turned back this year. I, I don't think, 
I think there's something about getting away from it. And, you know, we're experiencing something, stuff with Connor here now that's mind-boggling what's, what's going on. So you sort of feel, you know, or, you know, hope or project. Like, there's places he could go in the NHL where um, he could go out and walk the street or walk the beach if it's a certain team, and nobody would know him. But if he happens to get, you know, if a Canadian team happens to win the lottery, um, well, it'll be like a, a gated community and security and stuff because it is bananas. And he could be that player? Well, or, guess, or he is that player? Like I said, there's nothing he's doing that doesn't indicate that he's that player. Wow. Good to hear. Well, John, thanks for coming down. I always enjoy it. Keep Thank it going. You. Thanks very much, Rod. Head coach and general manager of the Regina Pats, John Paddock. Dante DeCaria coming in next. Mike McCullough in hour two. We're live in the bunker on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and WQEE The Key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. All right, welcome back, everybody. The RP Show continues. Don't mind me. I'm just getting my sports update ready to go for the next segment. I don't want to waste any time. I thought there might have been a Blue Jays update in here that I could segue into our next guest. Dante DiCaria, the voice of the Regina Pats, but also a former Toronto Blue Jays intern. You worked with the Class A Blue Jays. Where? Lansing, Michigan, 2018. Michigan, yeah. and he's an Ottawa guy. So before we jump into... Any more of the Pats talk, we are on national television and the Blue Jays are a really big deal and we're seeing now on the national networks reports every day from Florida and Dunedin and Brandon Belt arrived on Monday and everybody's excited. You're a baseball first guy, right? Maybe not anymore, but... I, <laughs> Wait, I, your job is with the Pats, of course. Yes. Yeah, so you got But it. I love baseball. Yeah, yes. of course. You can't take your eye off the ball, per se, when it comes to Connor Bedard. But in the projections I've seen, Blue Jays 7th or 8th in all of Major League Baseball for power rankings. Well, it's pretty exciting. No, it definitely is exciting, and I thought they improved defensively this offseason. I really like Kevin Kiermaier. Like, he's one of my favorite, favorite players in the MLB, and a lot of that is because of the defense that he shows off. And I was actually happy to have a front-row seat to that back in 2017 when, as you mentioned, I interned with the Blue Jays. And, yes, he was a little bit more in his prime. He was younger. I think it was only his second or third year in the league, and he was making, like, fantastic catches at the Rogers Center. Kevin Pillar was making great catches that year. Uh, to me, I love watching the defensive side of baseball because I am, quote unquote uh, an old school baseball guy yes I do like the analytics I'm not a fan of strikeouts I like when guys put the ball in play and Kevin Kiermeyer, maybe not the greatest hitter on the planet but defensively I really like how he plays the game well it's funny because I spend so much time with hockey and football people that's my world but yesterday I was with a baseball guy and he was upset about bigger bases and all the changes that are coming kind of into major league ba into baseball period but major league baseball and I'm like I guess you can't stand in the way of progress, but how are you on the... You just, he just rolled his eyes, everybody, if you didn't see it. Well, Clearly, you're not a fan of all the rule changes. Nah, I don't like how they ban the shift, to be quite honest with you, Roddy. Like, uh, I've had the opportunity recently this winter to, you know, hang out with Dustin Mulliken, who is a Regina guy, and I broadcasted him in 2019. So, playing the big leagues, and, you know, we've talked a little bit about this kind of stuff, and uh, I'm not a fan of it at all. I think that... 
like as a hitter, as a professional hitter, as a guy who plays in the big leagues, you should be able to go the other way. Why not? Guys refuse to go the other way because they want loft. They want to hit balls out of the ballpark. But Chicks dig the long ball. Nah, whatever. Like I'm all about, you know, put the ball in play. You can still hit home runs. I like home runs. I think home runs are exciting. But like the whole loft thing where you're trying to get underneath the baseball just makes zero sense. It's all about point of contact. It's where you're hitting the baseball because you're, the bat path through the plate, if you get in front of the plate and on the, as the ball is coming in and your, your bat's already coming up through the zone, you're going to hit the ball in the air. Now, if you're a little bit later, you're going to go the other way. It's all about being a professional hitter. And my favorite hitter, although I never had the chance to watch him play, was Tony Gwynn because he could just do it all. Pod Ray Grant. Yeah. Absolutely. Hall of Famer for sure. We have texts on the 902 line from viewers from Michigan, Calgary, Balgoni. We'll push them all to the next segment, okay, for audience takeover. So we got the Blue Jays talk. We're excited about the Jays, right? We're excited. Okay. To God's team, the Regina Pats. Connor Bedard. Yeah. Word association. Go. Man, it's like John last segment. I'm lost for words. Like, I was sitting there in the background trying to think about what can I say about Connor Bedard. And I I felt it was best for John to talk about him as a player. Right, but for me, because I deal with him every single day as a just as a, an athlete behind the scenes, I'd like to talk about him as a person. And this is my seventh or eighth year covering junior hockey or professional baseball, and I've never been treated better by an athlete in my entire life before. Connor and his family, just some of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. And it's hard to talk about it right now because it's coming to an end and 15 games left in the season, hopefully playoffs, hopefully more than that. And, uh, it's difficult to talk about because, um, I'm going to miss him incredibly because he's just treated me so well and, and treated me with the utmost respect. Like I said, I've never been treated better by any other person in my entire career. I want people to know the type of person that Connor is. Everybody knows what he is as a player, but I'm telling you, this guy treats people the right way. He has a ton of respect for everybody. Like, that's why I think he's going to be a superstar in the NHL, not only because of what he does on the ice, but what he's able to do off the ice, the way he interacts with the fans, the way how he treats everybody around him. When we were in Edmonton at Rogers Place, Ken Schneider and I were just off to the side doing an interview, and Alexander Ovechkin walked by because the Capitals were practicing before our game or whatever it was, and Ovechkin was saying hi to everybody in the hallway. Didn't matter who you were. He said hi to myself. Uh, our equipment manager was sharpening skates, and he asked him, how's the skates going? Just an example. Connor Bedard is that type of guy, maybe not as outgoing as, as Alexander Ovechkin, but somebody that treats people the right way and treats people with respect. Maybe at one time when he's older, he'll be outgoing. Who knows what Ovechkin was at 17, right? Exactly, but, yeah. but the thing is, the sad thing, that means a lot to me that Connor's a good kid, but to the people, it really doesn't. They all want a piece of him. They're all in his face. And maybe... I mean, I've heard a few of the stories about what's going on with this kid, but you've opened my eyes. It's even worse than I thought. Yeah, you know, myself, John, the coaching staff, the whole organization experiences it at home and on the road, a lot more on the road. Through BC, that was a lot. You know, going into Vancouver and having people in the hotel lobby waiting for him, waiting for his autograph and trying to get a piece of him and... You know, myself, Landon, the coaching staff working together collectively as a group to try to, you know, find the best route through the hotel to get him to the bus. And regardless, they were waiting on all points of the hotel, at the back door, at the front door, the side door. You couldn't get out without these people waiting for autographs, waiting for signatures, waiting for pictures. And, you know, the point being is that it does become overwhelming. A lot of people say, well, it takes two seconds to sign a, to sign a jersey. It takes two seconds to sign a t-shirt or take a picture. But 
If it's one or two, it's fine, or three or four, or whatever it may be, but when it becomes a large amount of people and you see the same ones over and over yeah. and over, and they're not, you know, the kids are fine and stuff like that, and the parents with their kids, I'm, I'm totally fine with that, even teenagers, but you get these autograph seekers who, you know, are probably looking to turn a profit off his signature and off his jersey and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's difficult to manage. Uh, it's something that I'll never experience in my again. life. No, you'll, ever you'll never again. forget this either, though. It's I'll a good experience for you and whatever I'll you never, go on. I'll never forget it. And when I was doing baseball in the minor leagues, like, we had people waiting outside the bus, but they were pros. They were 22, 23, 24 years old or even slightly younger, but not 16, 17 years old and dealing with this. You know, pulling up to the hotel at 2 in the morning and having people, you know, waiting for signatures and stuff like that is uh, beyond crazy, but it also speaks to the popularity and how much people around Canada love this guy you know um, I had a great conversation with the voice of the London Knights around the Calgary game at the Saddle Dome and he said covering the OHL when McDavid was in the league it wasn't like this when he was asking about yeah Mike. I don't know what's changed yeah well I think social media TikTok has changed a yeah. lot like for example he does a great move during the game it automatically gets uploaded to a thousand different accounts throughout social right. media and all these kids are watching it like, uh, there's this one thing apparently kids are keep saying, toe drag Selly. Like, he's walking by, they'll start yelling, toe drag Selly. You know, because that's what he does. He toe drag shoots, and he has a great... Jeez. I love his swagger, by the way. I love <laughs> okay. his swagger. Uh, <clears throat> hey, pause on that for a sec. From Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says, It's nice to hear that Bedard is a gentleman. Hockey is lucky to have so many truly classy people as the faces of the game. Gretzky, Crosby, now Bedard. Uh, and Patrolman Pete goes on to say, incredible how the kid handles all that attention. I'm sure not all of it is healthy or positive. I was probably most of it, but there's crazies out there. And he'll learn at some point to have to deal with that too. Yeah, you know? he, it just comes with the territory that he's in, right, Roddy? Like, man, you know, I, I watched The Last Dance and there was uh, something that I took away from that from Dennis Rodman. And he said, we play the game for free. We get paid to do all the other stuff. Yeah. Essentially, that's going to be, unfortunately, Connor's life when he, once he makes it to the NHL. Obviously, barring whatever market he goes to, if he's in Montreal, who knows? If he's in Vancouver, oh boy. But if he's in Anaheim, Columbus... Might be able to get away. Yeah. yeah. I don't want him to go to Columbus because we'll never hear of him again. I'm, old, I'm okay if it's Vancouver because it's his hometown. I don't know. I've always said Arizona, but they've got to stop winning. Yeah. Where do you think he'll go? I'm hoping Anaheim. That, really? That's my hope. Why? Uh, he's close friends with Mason McTavish. I think that'd be a great fit for him. I think that McTavish's creativity, Connor's creativity with Zegris and all the younger players that they have coming up there is going to make the NHL really fun. Good for a marketing aspect of things. I don't mind him in Columbus at all as well because he's good friends with Kent Johnson. I think that will be nice. Vancouver's the one that I'm scared about. It'd be right? too wild. Too wild for him. Like, if yeah. it's bad now, it's going to get worse there, right? Like... Anaheim be a good place for you to go visit. It would be. Nice. I've never been to California. Uh, I've been to Las Vegas. That's the farthest I've been. Not even close. Not yeah. even uh, similar. <laughs> Dante, we're out of time, but I'll see you tomorrow night. Appreciate all this. Sounds good, Roddy. Thanks for having me. All right. Dante DiCaria, the voice of God's team, the Regina Pats. When we come back, a sports update. Hour two, the great Mike McCullough, Hall of Fame linebacker. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now.
Because it's a heave-ho. Hi. Oh, Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Newest slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. All right, we're back uh, live. One more segment this hour, and I appreciate everybody chiming in, including Ryan O'Radio, WQEE Atlanta, where we are uh, airing on your southern home of sports and talk. They just love the hockey talk down there. So I saw your message, Ryan O'Radio, and thank you for... Chiming in with it. I'll be wearing some Atlanta gear a little later on here in the week. I promised some audience participation here. The 902 text line is always open. You can reach us right in the bunker on the set. That's where we're broadcasting from all week here in the sweatpants capital of the world. 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us here. Todd Boulanger is watching in Traverse City, Michigan. He says, hello, Rod. I am watching and listening on YouTube, and number one, I might watch one XFL football game, but honestly, I think ESPN needs to do a better job of covering the CFL and the NHL, for that matter, here, because they have done a shabby job of covering both leagues. Well, you know what? Leave that to us. We'll do that. Next hour, Hall of Fame linebacker Mike McCullough, and uh, we can talk about all things football. He knows a little bit about it, a thing or two. But don't, did you watch any XFL, Mike? He did watch some. Okay, he's got, he's watched more than me. So we'll talk about that. Carter in Calgary writes in and he says, hate to say it, but it's time for a new voice for the Calgary Flames. Love Daryl Sutter, but maybe it's time for a change. I feel like we can't, they got to wait till the end of the year. They cannot fire him now. As a matter of fact, they won't fire him now. What's it down to 25 games left? I get what you're saying. And beginning March 13th, we'll, we'll be live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino through all spring and into the summer. And uh, we'll get the real lay of the land in Calgary. But I'm just not giving up or writing off the Calgary Flames. Primarily because I wrote off the Edmonton Oilers last year at this time. And they made me look like the idiot that I am. Went all the way to the conference final. I rode off the Florida Panthers two months ago. 
And look at them. They've won six of nine and are in the playoff hunt. So I'm not going to write off the Calgary Flames. You can. I'm not telling you what to do. But I'm just not. From Jim in Balgoni, he says, Roddy's back home on the bunker like a comfy old recliner. Golf ball that? bucket, golf ball bucket, computer stand, and all. Have a great week, crew. Hey, Mike, understand. Mike is here. Can I tell him you're my financial planner, Mike? Yes. As I said, there's a difference between what you want and what you need in life. I didn't need a computer stand because I have one. You know, the best way to manage wealth, don't spend it. That from Nevin Mark yeah. <clears throat> Free of charge. Sports update. There are three draws today at the Scotties Tournament of Hearts in Kamloops, B.C. that can make or break some team's goals of making it to Thursday's playoff round. Defending champion Kerry Anderson of Gimli, Manitoba, leads Pool A at 5-0. Christina Black of Nova Scotia is second at 3-2. In Pool B, Krista McGarville of Northern Ontario is 4-1. Kerry Galusha of the Territories and Jennifer Jones are 3-1. Rachel Holman is three and two. There are nine games on the NHL slate tonight with four Canadian teams in action. The Oilers, losers of four in a row, will host the Philadelphia Flyers. The Montreal Canadiens visit the surging New Jersey Devils. The Toronto Maple Leafs are in Buffalo. The Sabres have won two in a row, and the Vancouver Canucks square off with the Predators in Nashville. This sports update is presented by Landmark Cinemas. Check them out and see what's playing now and tell them the RP Show sent you. Mike McCullough next hour and producer Clark after this brief pause on Game Plus, YouTube, and WQEE. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.